Hey, this week, Mel and I are joined by two people, guests, you might call them. Uh, Will, our friend, is joining us, and Sideshow Mike is joining us. We haven't heard from Sideshow Mike in a while, uh, so it was tons of fun. We really appreciate them coming on, and uh, yeah, they made everything better about the episode. Um, and we talk about... Uh, Will requested that we do Shaun of the Dead, one of his favorite comedies, um, and we had a great time talking about it, uh, how hilarious it is, how amazingly well-written and detailed it is, and just what a fantastic movie it is, and uh, Mike spills beer on his dog at one point <laughs> during the conversation, and it's really funny. Um, super fun episode. Hope you guys dig it. Uh, we also discuss several other movies. We discuss the, inf- well, Melissa discusses, discuss, I always say that. It's not discuss. Melissa talks about it. We, I didn't watch any of these movies. <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've seen any, any three of them, especially the one from 1903. She talks about The Infernal Cauldron, uh, which is a short film. It's a two minute film from 1903. I guess we're doing short films now. Uh, she just <laughs> said it again. She talks about Vampire from 1932. Sorry. Uh, she talks about Knocking from 2021. I talk about Premutos, Fallen Angel from 1997, and Hellbender from recent, very recently on Shudder uh, 2022. Uh, I think it came out like last week or the week before. Who cares? I talk about it. Um, also, we're changing the format a little bit, and I explain it in the episode, but I'll explain it here. Uh, I almost said I'll explain it here again, but you haven't heard the episode yet, so why would I say again? This is the first thing you're hearing. Um <laughs> You know why I felt the need to explain that. Um, we're uh, we're theming our months. So, uh, for example, this month is going to be since we started off with a zombie movie. We're going to make this March of the Zombie, March of the Zombies month, and we're going to do yeah, that's no, corny, but it's fun for us. So shut up. Um, uh, so we're doing all zombie movies this month, and then next month uh, is anthology April. We're going to do four or five, I think four. Uh, anthology movies um, we're going to do anthology movies all month and I think May is going to be like May There Be Blood we're going to do like splatter horror movies so you get the idea um, we thought that would be fun uh, and we, it also helps me pick movies because like I can never decide on what movies to pick uh, and also as mentioned in the episode which you'll hear oh excuse me um, please don't stop suggesting movies. That doesn't mean that we're not going to have any, any movies to suggest. And we'll announce the, uh, you know, we'll say what next month is going to be. And if you want to suggest movies, maybe suggest movies within the theme of that month. So anyway, I think that's all I have. This was a fun episode. Like I said, hope you guys dig it. This is Forsaken Cinema episode 84. Because it's recording way lower than my box normally but does at this level. Uh, yeah? Your box? How low is your box, Chuck? It's pretty low. Yeah? You know from firsthand experience, eh? Chuck's got a real low box. I heard it's huge, though. <laughs> Wide. <Shut> up. <laughs> wow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. <laughs> yes, welcome to the show. The show of Chuck's whose Wide intros box. never disappoint. 
<laughs> I'm your host, Chuck. And I'm your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed you are. And this is the weekly horror movie podcast. Where in Chuck which takes off his headphones. I took off my headphones. In which Mel and I discuss our favorite and not-so-favorite films spanning all of the vast and glorious eras and subgenres of horror. Yeah, galaxies and <laughs> shit. I don't say that anymore. Okay, well, maybe we missed it. You missed it? I don't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this week, that era is the early 2000s, and the subgenre is zombie movies. I almost oh. said horror comedies, but I figured that was like way too broad. Yeah, yeah. So I just went with zombie movies. But if we're doing a theme for the month, are you going yes. to say this every yes. week? Okay. So we're changing the format of the show a little bit. Uh, to help us pick movies and uh, I don't know I thought it was kind of fun I think it's fun yeah um so every month and I'm gonna say this at the top of every episode oh, cool, in cool, my cool. little yeah. spiel I do before the episode starts um but every month we're gonna theme it and this month's theme is March of the zombies bom, bom, so bom. all four or is it four or five this month I have no idea well, it's, how, oh, I can't ask wait it's not February the, <laughs> it's the end of February well no this is gonna come out in March, oh, though. Oh, <laughs> The first, like, Wednesday four, of March. Four, right? Four? I want to say five. But anyway, the next episode, all the episodes that come out in March will be zombie movies. Yes. And then next, the main, and then the April movies, is yeah. going to be Anthology April. Ooh. We're doing, like, Trilogy of Terror and a yes, couple other yes. good ones. I think we're doing VHS. And then after that is well, May There Be Blood, uh, which we're doing, like, like that, yeah. splatter films, gory films. Awesome, so you get awesome. the idea. Like, that's what we're going to be doing. I like it. I like it a lot. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty fun. And, uh. It makes picking movies. Yeah. I, I don't have I to keep asking you, like, what's hate, the next yeah, movie, exactly. bud? And I hate picking movies because I want to do, like, every movie. Of course. And I look at all these lists I have, and I'm like, I want to do that one and that one and that one and that one. And I can never decide. That's why I like it when people... Oh, and we'll interrupt. Uh, you know what? No, we won't. If you if you still want to suggest movies and stuff... Oh, please do. Yeah, please we'll go for it. We'll find a place for we'll it. Find, yeah, we'll find a spot to do them. Or suggest... Movies ahead of time, maybe? Oh, we like could even have suggest, like a week yeah. where it's all suggested movies. Or like a month where it's all suggested movies. That's true. That would be a great idea. That's a good idea. So suggest some movies and we'll save yeah, it. Yeah, don't for... stop suggesting movies. Yeah. Um, because we'll fit them in somehow. Yeah. All right. Now that that's all out of the way. You going to tell us more about 2000 oh, zombie, or no, it's zombies? Zombie movies, or... but usually, yeah. Well, I, like last week, we explained giallos because not everybody knows what a giallo yeah. is. And before that, what do we do before that? Oh, fucking no. I don't know. I explained like subgenres. Yeah. Zombie, zombie movies go, are dead. They're, they're movies that have <laughs> zombies in them. Yes. Um, the dead. Although, are according undead. to George Romero, only slow moving zombies are zombie movies. Well, I like his idea because <laughs> if they're zombies, please be slow. Yeah, but I always thought that was silly. Because this to bitch say. hasn't ran in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? Like, he's he says. I don't think you can stake a claim on what makes a zombie a zombie, fast or slow, but whatever. He's But he like kind of kicked off the whole genre. That's true. But you still you yeah. never know. Yeah, he's like fast movie zombies. Those aren't zombie movies. Yeah, they're stressful as fuck. He completely like disavowed them. Nah. He's like they're not, which I always thought was really silly. I mean, I don't think that he should do that cuz you know, like yeah, you pretty much kicked it off, but you're not like not Yeah, you can't like, like the you don't own be zombie all, movies. like say all of zombies but yeah. i'm agree with him though because i like the slow ones so i'm gonna disagree with him because 28 days later is the greatest zombie movie ever made technically truth it's a good movie <laughs> but i don't know oh, it's the greatest it's one ever made it's virus my, it's my favorite technically are they zombies all right but we will be <laughs> talking about Shaun of the dead later yes with 
Uh, some special yes, we have some special guests, guests today that we will introduce. Who were also here for 28 Days Later. Oh, that's true. So oh, they're just our little so... zombie sluts. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. So what'd you watch this week? Wow. Thanks for asking. I thought you would never ask. <laughs> okay. That was just a long opening. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It felt like it was forever. Really? Yeah. And all you did was talk. You talk some too. <laughs> anyway, so I watched a couple things. Let me tell you about them. Oh, I will. So first and foremost, I watched a two-minute long French short from 1903 titled The Infernal Cauldron. We're doing shorts now? Only this one. I'm <laughs> okay. mentioning it. It's a short two-sentence, like, you know, description, just because it was fun. So two demons throw helpless captives into a boiling cauldron and then try to summon forth their spirits. Dude, this is a magical silent film. The music is so whimsical. The demons are dramatic in their motions. The special effects for 1903 are quite wonderful. There's fires and floating ghosts. Just wonderful. Just had to mention that. Okay. How long was it? Two minutes? Two minutes. <laughs> okay. It's from 1903. Like, yeah. you're not interested in that at all? Not really. Wow, fuck off. <laughs> okay, and then I watched... Too busy for two minutes. Well, I rewatched because I haven't seen this since I was like a teenager, but 1932's Vampire, V-A-M-P-Y-R. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So classic talks of a young traveler finding himself in a sinister castle. So a drifter obsessed with the supernatural stumbles upon an inn where a severely ill adolescent girl is slowly becoming a vampire. It's based on the 1892 novel In a Glass Darkly by Sheridan Le Fons. Le Fons? Le Fons. Okay. So I have some fun facts here. Like the Fons? Le Fons? No. That's what he says, right? Cut it out. Please. What does he say? Cut it out to? No, Joey from Full House does. <laughs> so why did you say that? Because we I need you to House. stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh God. This does not give me a happy day. Lay Fons. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> I almost missed it. Okay. Well, listen here. <laughs> Go ahead. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Okay. So for much of the cast, this was their only film appearance since they were not professional actors. And I'm going to try and pronounce some actors, well, characters, characters, whatever. The cast's names, but it's going to be hard because they are French. <laughs> Henriette Gerard, who played the vampire, was a French widow. Jan, Jan or John? I don't know, Jan. Hironimoko, see, Wait, I feel like what? you, who plays the village yeah, doctor. finally, you're on the other side of this. <laughs> <laughs> was a Polish journalist. Raina Mandel, who played Giselle, was an artist's model. An artist's model, I guess she's just a model. A what? An artist's model. That's what it says. Artists? Artists? Artists. It says artists. Okay. Fuck off. Even Julian West, <laughs> real name Baron Nicolas de Gunsberg. Jesus. Gunsberg? Who Wait, played say the name again. Real name Baron Nicolas de Gunsberg. That's the coolest name ever. Yeah, then why do you go by... Have I spilled his beer? <laughs> on the dog. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> You, you, just, you just had to get on mic before your time, didn't you? All right, go okay. ahead. <laughs> Anyways, but he went by Julian West, which is dumb. Who played Alan Gray, which is the main character, was French-born member of Russian nobility who agreed to finance the film in, ex in exchange for the leading part. He le he later immigrated. I cannot talk today. Immigrated? Immigrated. Blah, blah, blah. To America, where he became a powerful fashion journalist and mentor to designers like Calvin Klein. So, in order to achieve the strange dreamlike photography, a thin gauze was put in front of the lens as a filter, which works incredibly well. Not to sound like a giant weirdo, but there were some really beautiful and eerie shots in this movie. I really feel like movies just don't make me feel like this anymore. Like, you watch it, you're just like, gasp, that's breathtaking. Yeah, when you watched it in the 30s, it really made you. 
Yeah, it's gave me a big old boner. <laughs> a big old 1930s black and white boner. <laughs> and the score is be- beautiful and well-placed. There's not an overabundance of dialogue, so I feel like the score is all that more noticeable. Yeah. And this is the first film to receive an H certificate in the UK for horrific films, which are likely to frighten or horrify children under the age of 16 years. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Okay. It was rated H. H, yeah. I don't... The, the 30s, awesome. man. Okay, and then despite having dialogue, this feels very much like a silent film. This dated spooky little gem concentrates on visual imagery. What? Despite having dialogue, this feels like it's little. Seriously, it's like little small dialogue, and there's even like text to read in between some shots. That just sounded funny to me for a second. I understand what you mean. Okay, well, watch it, bitch. (laughs) This dated. I mean, don't watch the movie. Watch what you say. Oh, watch it, bitch. Bonds, watch the movie. I'll watch it. No, you'll think it's boring. Bitch. I think it's not for you. Probably not. All right. This dated spooky little gem concentrates on visual imagery rather than concentrate dialogue, and this fact gives it a dreamy, ethereal, ethereal. That's the word. <laughs> you got there. Quality rarely seen in modern cinema. Indeed, the film works best as a series of haunting visual images as our hero experiences weird events, hallucinations, and frightening dreams. Although, according to some reviewers, difficult to watch and not exactly entertaining because some people think it's boring, Vampire is nonetheless a fan- fascinating horror film which taps into some of our deepest fears. Despite having a vampire, this is a a film which actually feels like a ghost story due to some spooky scenes of characters, spirits coming out of their bodies and Wait, walking did you write about. This? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I realized part you were of this re- reading it from a review. Yes, Dream States. Hold on, I'm okay. getting there. <laughs> Exceptional use is made of shadows as they are given lives of their own in a very unsettling way. The acting is understated and efficient, but there is little in the way of a linear plot or storyline. It's just the images linked together to form a puzzling whole. This is definitely a unique item and a good example of expressionistic cinematography, and it stays in the mind long after viewing. Whew. And I got some of that review from Leof Wine Draca, whose reviews I've used before, and I added my own little tweaking there. So Vampire is a beautiful film, and I suggest it for people who are into those type of visuals. Into old-ass movies? Yes, not you, because you would be bored as (laughs) fuck. You think I'd be bored? Oh, yeah. I like some of that stuff sometimes. No, you would I like a lot of the Hammer movies. I fell asleep through on this one. Yeah, but the Hammer movies have more dialogue that keep you interested. This is definitely visual. I got you. And I also watched 2021's Knocking on Shudder. Okay. Okay, so a woman leaves a psychiatric ward after a nervous breakdown only to hear mysterious knocking sounds in her apartment. This is a Swedish horror film. It's a slow burn, visually pleasant. Cinematography is great. There's some really good shots here and color choices. Um, I've quoted reviewer bands about movies before, and I thought he said this well. So after leaving a tragic accident, the film begins with our heroine embracing her girlfriend who runs into the water and is never seen again. And then a stay at a mental hospital, Molly moves into a new apartment where a strange knocking keeps on getting louder and louder. No one else can hear it, and it's not going away. So it's adapted from a novel by Johan Therowin. This movie lives and dies by the intense performance of Lee Cecilia Malocco and the so-tight-your-face-to-face cinematography of Hans Kranz. Hans, Hans Kranz. Kind of like Franz Kranz. Yes. We love Franz Kranz. <laughs> Franz Kranz. Franz Kranz. Yeah, you know. That dude's awesome. He's he's like secretly ripped too. Yeah. We, the dude from the, yeah. we talked about that at Cabin yes. Woods. And there was like another movie I watched with him in it and then he was yeah. like. He was in a really great movie Blood called Sucking You Bastards. Might Be the Killer, which I think I mentioned during the Cabin yeah. in the Woods episode. 
So the tension keeps increasing and much like so many, is it supernatural or mental illness movies? The questions keep increasing as Molly begins taking increasing risks to determine where the knocking and sobbing is coming from. At just 78 minutes, this is a short film that nearly begs for even more time. And it's rare that I feel that way. It's very rare. I have never heard you say a movie was too short. So this is pretty good. Uh, Even with some standard horror cliches, you know, where you're like, do, is it real? Is it not? I found this intense and interesting and sometimes sad. It gave me St. Maud vibe. But like not nearly as extreme. Ooh, I forgot about Saint Maud. Yes. Saint Maud was great. So this is really good. This is another slow burn, and then you know the ending. You're still kind of questioning it, but okay. it's really good. So I definitely recommend Knocking on Shutter. Cool. And that's what I've watched. All right. Good job. You did it. Yeah. Great I guess work. you could you could tell us about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Go gonna on. tell you anything about myself. I'm gonna tell you about some movies I watched. If you have to. I do have to. Do you? I guess I don't. We could skip my whole thing. No, no, please go. Proceed. <laughs> All right. I watched 1997's Premutos, The Fallen Angel. That sounds awful. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It's from uh, Olaf Ittenbach, the German splatter horror director. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did um, The Burning Moon. I talked about that once on the show. Um, yeah, he's just really... Premutos. Yeah, his movies are all very gory and mm-hmm. not... They're, they're all like super duper gory uh b movies but i like them um okay i have a really long synopsis that i'm yeah, probably wow, this is skipped long. i couldn't find anything else i guess i should i'll just give you the the bare bones there's there's this demon named premutos he um there's like a lot of lore behind this movie um almost too much like this is a really ambitious like low budget b movie that mm-hmm. i think its biggest problem was trying to it tried to take on too much and had too little but I still really liked it anyway. Um, but anyway, Primutos uh, predated the devil. He was he was like one of the first fallen angels. Primutos predated. Got yeah, it. The devil fell like later. Lucifer. Lucifer was, yeah. And this de- this demon devil angel, whatever you want to call him, he was much more powerful than Satan, and he fell to the earth. Um, and people were like would like conjure him. Okay. Uh, to like you know try to take over the world because he raised like an army of the dead and he you know gave you all this power. And he would like march on the world, you know. So, so like Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great, almost Hitler. It's kind of where our story kind of starts. Um, but yeah, so he the, these people find these scrolls or whatever, and they con- oh, and the Egyptians, the Egyptians used it used him to like enslave the Hebrews and like do the pyramids and all that Rude. stuff. Rude. Um, but uh, the scrolls eventually get lost in Germany. This dude, this peasant, finds them and. He used, He tries to like, co- like bring his dead girlfriend back to life, I think, and then the uh, people find it and kill him, and they hide the book, and the book is lost for years and years and years until 1997, Germany. Um, and this this dude finds it. He's digging. It. He's gonna plant a tree in his backyard, and he digs up these these books and these these things that were in this box. And one of the book is the book of Premutos, the fallen mm-hmm. angel. And his kid starts reading it and um, starts having these flashbacks to former lives. This is where it gets really convoluted and confusing. I didn't really understand it after this point. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But this kid starts having these flashbacks. And, like, I don't know if he was the son of Primutos <laughs> in, like, past lives. But he shows up all throughout history during all these events. And he, he's, like, transforming into Primutos. But I didn't really get why or how or like where that fit in to the rest of the story. It really confused me. I'm really trying to find a picture um, of this guy. Go on. 
So, yeah, so that's what happens, and, you know, a bunch of stuff happens. He starts turning into pre-mutos. There's lots of gore and zombies and mm-hmm. death, and it's a very, very gory movie, like I said. Um, yeah, so I thought it was pretty fun. Um, the acting is terrible. Oh, yeah. But in, like, all the, all, all the best ways. Oh, fuck the bad reviews. <laughs> like, no. Well, this isn't going to be for everyone. Oh, no. This, yeah. this movie was made for people like me. Um. But uh, the acting is terrible, but like in all the best ways, like people are like, like way overreacting to every situation. Mm-hmm. They're overacting in general. They're all making these goofy ass faces all the time. Um, and unlike the Bernie Moon, there was like kind of an element of comedy in this and it was kind of like lighthearted. Um, yeah, it does say it is a yeah, horror comedy. Even so. given like the extreme amounts of blood and violence and like guts and stuff, it's pretty funny. At a lot of at a lot of spots, um, and it's also funny because it's just bad. You know, it's just a terrible movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, it's never boring. Well, there's a, there's a little bit of the end gets a little drug out that I'll get to in a minute. Um, but there's lots of really cool effects, and uh, probably one of the only reasons Olaf Ittenbach even makes movies is so that he could show off like his his special effects yeah. makeup and like all do all the fun stuff that he does with chopping people up and cutting limbs off and putting shovels through people's faces and yeah so there's there's tons and tons of that it's a lot of fun um i wanted to <laughs> i wanted to talk about one scene in this movie that i thought was very strange um very sh- strange bit of racism and just a really weird dinner party <laughs> so the dude that would that dug up the book is it's like his birthday and he has his friends over and uh it's it's this dude his his buddy and his wife and his wife is this awful awful person that is just like over the top like yelling at him putting him down telling him like you can't even get your dick up anymore in front of everyone and like telling him he's not a man and then there's this there's a black dude there too and he's sitting across the table uh from from the chick and this chick is crazy she has like plastic fruit on her hat (laughs) and she's dressed really strangely and she's like she thinks she's super classy she's wearing like white gloves so (laughs) So she's sitting across from this black guy. I think his name's Christian. Um, and she takes off her shoe and she starts putting her foot no, like, like in his crotch. It. And he like, he like closed his legs really quick and like pushed her foot away. And she gets really pissed off and she says, is that how you treat a classy lady? So you can screw in front of your mud huts, court your African sluts, oh my but not God. me. <laughs> Dude, my jaw was like, oh my God. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. I was like, oh my. And then she, she starts saying something about how big his dick is later. And like, I don't know. It was very strange. They're and also very, just making her like, as obnoxious oh, as possible. Yeah, yeah. like they, she was a very unlikely char- unlikable character. And uh, she gets hers, though. She gets torn apart, which is fun to watch. Um, yeah, and oh, during that during that dinner scene, too, there's some like Peter Jackson-y mm-hmm. kind of shit happening in this movie, too. Like uh, her husband like picks a booger and like flicks it into Ew, her mouth. Okay, and, like, so uh, brain dead or whatever. Yeah. Dead oh, alive, oh, yeah. and then the ultimate revenge um, for Christian, he gets too drunk mm-hmm. and he pukes all over oh, her. Oh, I'm not I almost, watching I this. I also almost I am threw not up. Watching this. It was so funny though. I could tell. Like, it was you hilarious. Know that this stuff whole makes dinner party was bizarre. And then, um, yeah, and then a bunch of other stuff happens. There's some other crazy shit. 
uh, the dude's sister, the kid that's like Primutos' son or whatever is happening with him, his sister's like trying out like dominatrix stuff. <laughs> and the zombies show up and she's up having sex with her boyfriend. Okay. And she runs down in like full dominatrix gear and it's, it's pretty funny. Um, uh, and then the, the best spot of gore in this, um, which if you're not going to watch the movie because you think it sounds too stupid or whatever, and you just like, you know, you just like blood and guts and gore mm-hmm. and you want to see something really cool. Um, I, I'm sure you could find it on YouTube or something, but like, look up Primutos, uh, Fallen Angel, and look up um, transformation like into Primutos because there's this really cool scene where, um, where he transforms into this demon monster thing, mm-hmm. and like, it's it's kind of Hellraisery. All this barbed wire shows up and starts mm-hmm. messing him up and like squeezing them all tight and like there's blood everywhere. His teeth start coming out for some reason. There's pipes that start going like all throughout his body and there's blood everywhere. It's really, really, really gory and really awesome. Um, but yeah, this movie's not for the faint of heart mm-hmm. whatsoever. And I think my only complaint is uh, the last like 15, 20 minutes of the movie is them stuck in this like room fighting all of these zombies okay and while it's fun and like watching them all get hacked up and shot and there's you know blood and crazy shit that happens after like 10 minutes or so you're kind of like worn out you're like okay like is premutus gonna is the demon gonna show up like what are we doing and they kind of all die they all go down one by one there's like five or six people in there and they're using swords and guns and they're Mm -hmm. just hacking up all these zombies this one zombie gets cut up. He gets cut up in like a million pieces. The one dude whose birthday party is has like a sword and he cuts him up and it looks pretty cool. But it just kind of drags a little bit. Um, but even that, I didn't mind. I had a super good time watching this. <laughs> fuck the haters. Like, fuck I, the haters. Fuck the you haters. heard it here first. But this is not This is another one of those movies where like who who's really going to watch this and then give it a bad review? You know, like anyone who's going to watch go, goes into this knowing what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't really understand that. It's like Valentine we talked about. Like, you're really yeah. going to give Valentine? Like, you're really going to shit on yeah, that movie? Yeah, well, you know what it it's is. Not, yeah, you, that's, you know. I hear you. Not that any movie is above, like, criticism and reviews, but, like, this is a very specific type of movie, and, yeah, not, like, no one's going to like it except, like, a handful of people. Like, leave it alone. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Premutos, The Fallen Angel, is a demonically good time. Uh. Come for the guts and gore. Stay for the laughs. All right. Stay for the laughs. All right. That was something. That was okay. You tried. All right. I really don't even have any one for the next one I'm doing. Uh, second movie I watched was a movie called Hellbender on oh, Shutter. Oh, I almost watched this. Yes. Uh, yes. A lonely teen discovers her family's ties to yes, witchcraft. Yes, brand new. I was going to... Very bare bones. I guess that's all it is, Friday. Though. Yeah, I was going to watch it. So this movie is made by the Adams Family. Which is a um, a family of filmmakers, but not like the Adams family. No, not like the Adams family. It's just yeah. their last name is Adams. Um, but the mother and sister are the main actors. I think one of the brothers wrote the script. The dad mm-hmm. produced. Oh, yeah. Like they all they all worked on this movie together, and I thought that was pretty cool. But you know? huh? But no, no, but okay, just check. I don't have a bad review for this movie. I thought it was okay. Um, but yeah, as a lonely teen, so this mother daughter live out in the woods. They're mm-hmm. isolated. You get the feeling that the mother had something happen to her. There was this whole intro scene where she's a witch and they were killing a witch. I guess you find out it was her maybe. I don't really understand that. But they're hiding out from people. They don't want any contact with people. And the mother tells the daughter 
that she's sick and she can't be anywhere near people. Okay. And so she just homeschools her and they live together and they have this band called, that they have to, you know, occupy the time called Hellbender. Um, so yeah. And then stuff happens. But not a lot of stuff. This got rave reviews. Um, and while I, I don't <laughs> think, I really didn't feel like it warranted them. I thought it was a decent movie. I, I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. But like I read some of the reviews that it's getting, people went bonkers over this movie, and I just didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, I, I liked this movie, but I mean, maybe there, maybe people are really giving it more praise because of the limited resources mm-hmm. and the the limited budget behind yeah. it. But I thought it was just okay. I didn't regret watching it, but I, I didn't, you know, this is like two and a half, three stars for me. Gotcha. Um. But anyway, the mother-daughter leads were great. It's very well acted, very well shot. Like this is a very competently made movie. The camera work is really great. There's a lot of really great imagery, especially considering some of the imagery and some of the stuff that they do with like these trippy hallucination scenes where this, there's this weird filters and stuff happening mm-hmm. and smoke and strange camera work. I thought it was really, really well done considering you know the limitations they had. So kudos to them for that. Uh, there's a lot of witchy alchemy type shit in it and a lot of lore behind the witches that I thought was, was really cool. And the story behind the mother and what happened to her and like, you know, I won't give away too much, but you get the feeling that there's some like super great evil living in these witches that she had to learn how to control in order to raise her daughter. And uh, throughout the movie, her daughter has things happen to her and she's like, the the mother's trying to teach her how to control things mm-hmm. and she's teaching her about how to be a witch and like all this stuff and it's it's kind of cool um and uh yeah there's a couple spots of gore and blood um which is pretty cool there's a scene i won't spoil anything but there's a scene where this guy gets lost in the in the woods and he's on their property and she's really trying to keep it a secret that they live there because she's like if people find us and find out what we mm-hmm. are you know same thing's gonna happen they're gonna burn us um but but the daughter's talking to her, and she's like, he's, she's, she's like, don't come too close. I'm sick. And the guy's like, oh, I'm just lost. If you could point me in the right direction, you know, that'd be helpful. And the mother shows up, and she's like, okay, go back home, and I'll help mm-hmm. this guy out. And she starts walking with the guy, showing him where to go. And then she just turns around and does this witch thing, which I, I think she like put something in her mouth, and her eyes rolled in the back of her head. And she turned around, and she went like this with her hands at the top, and she just went like this and like, swooped her hands down mm-hmm. and he can't he turned into like this pile of like flour or something and just nice. went whoosh and he like disappeared and then they like, made oh cookies. shit <laughs> she didn't want to do it but like she, i guess she had to i don't know because then you find out she's also keeping her daughter away from people because her daughter's dangerous oh. and there's some interesting stuff that happens with that my biggest problems with this movie was that one the pacing is really choppy Mm-hmm. It's really drags in certain parts and like, um, what's going on? They're texting each other. Oh, you guys are texting each other? That's so cute. <laughs> Don't right. interrupt Mike's Mario Kart game. Are you playing Mario Kart? Yes. Nice. I'm going to call us out so nobody knows you're here. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Something about the daughter is dangerous. Oh yeah. Some, I won't spoil it, but some stuff happened. Oh, the problems I had with it. The pacing is choppy. Mm-hmm. And it's just really kind of stop and go at certain points and really kind of drags. It, you know, slow burns need to have a flow yeah. and they need to keep you occupied throughout this movie. It can't be like yes. seen here and then 15 minutes of nothing. And Agreed. Not that it was that bad. It just it was 
you know, it was it, it felt very uneven, very mm-hmm. like skittery. I don't know what word skittery. to use. Skittery. Skittery. Yeah. Skittery. Skittery. Dink, dink. And all that jizz. Yep. Um, and then two, the movie never really goes anywhere. Like for most of the movies, some stuff happens at the very end. That's like, oh shit. Like that's pretty cool. But even that wasn't really enough. You're mostly just hanging out with them throughout the whole movie. And it gets a little like, okay, is something is something going to come of all this? Like, is there going to be yeah. a story here? And like I said, it kind of goes somewhere at the end, but really doesn't, really kind of just runs out of steam and like, but they're witches. This is their story. This yep. is how they live their lives. And I don't know. I felt like I needed a little more than that. But I did appreciate it. I thought it was a pretty decent movie, a decent little indie movie, and I do recommend it. Um, cool. But just... I don't know. Unless you're like everybody else, you'll probably love it. I don't I guess know. It's just me. This is just no. Because I saw like Shutter uh, posted on Facebook, and a lot of people in the comments were like, "This movie's lame. It's boring. I okay. don't like it." I didn't it. think it was lame. But then the reviews on IMDb are pretty positive. So the ones on Letterbox were like overwhelming. Yeah. Like it got like a three point three. I could. I've had a hard time finding uh, ratings under like three point five. Gotcha. So anyway, I don't have a clever oh. outro for this. Wow. I, <laughs> no, I won't. It's too, it's too cringe. I won't say it. Say it. No. Say it. No. Say it. No. Say it. Say it. No. Say it. No, because it's time for something. Oh. <laughs> what's it time for? I don't know. What What is it time for? Mel's Book Club. <laughs> All right. Welcome. Come inside. It's a little warm today, so there's no fire. Sorry about that. <laughs> But if you're cold, come sit by me. What? I've got blankets. That's the weirdest. <laughs> I've got blankets. <laughs> you're not, so you're not going to sit next to me? No, I can't. There's a table in the way. Plus, Use your imagination. Jeez. Okay. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce in front of you while you All tell right. us about our stories. And now it's time for read. the sacrifice of Charles. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you know, kidding. somehow I knew this book club was going to end up with me getting book sacrificed. Club. Say it right or don't say book it at all. Book club. <laughs> Sorry. I had like five <laughs> really good names for you for this segment and that's the one. Seriously, I was telling when I was getting my last tattoo, I was telling Alex about it and he was like, he like was cracking up. He's like, that's the dumbest name ever. It is, but it's hilarious. So whatever. <laughs> so anyways, I read a brand new 2022 book. Books. Yes. It is. Yep. Um, the Girl in the Corn by Jason Ofut. Um, and yes, that's a dumb name for a book. I agree. The Girl in the Corn? Yeah. Okay. The I've, Girl Had Corns. There was some children in some corn one time. Wow. I think we talked about it on the show. That's much cooler than this book. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. So. Are we preparing ourselves for a bad review? Let me just read the synopsis provided from the back of the book. Oh, the long ass synopsis. It's too long. Yes. Fairies don't exist. At least that's yes, what... Yes, they do. <laughs> okay. Well... Um, I saw one. No comment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. At least that's what Thomas Cavanaugh's parents say. But the events of that one night when he follows a fairy into the cornfield on his parents' farm prove them wrong. What seems like a destructive explosion was 
Thomas knows, an encounter with Daur, a force that threatens to destroy the fairy's world and his sanity. Years later, after a troubled childhood and a series of dead-end jobs, he is still haunted by what he saw that night. One day, he crosses paths with a beautiful young girl and a troubled young man, soon realizing that he first met them as a kid while under psychiatric care after his encounters in the cornfield. His fate brought them together? Question mark? I don't know why. Um... Are they meant to join forces to save the fairy's world and their own? Or is one of them not who they claim to be? Question mark. First off, that doesn't First even, off. that's not even like really what it's like because one of them is clearly not a friend, okay. but is a foe. And you know that from the beginning. Um, so this is a dark fantasy horror novel. It's brand so new. So it's just a bad synopsis? It's, yeah. I mean, the whole thing's pretty mean. Honestly, the book t like left me with more questions than answers, mm -hmm. and that's really irritating. There are some good gory parts here where you get the p point of view from the disturbed-as-fuck character who is the foe who kills some people, including his dear old mom and dad, and even like a little Girl Scout trying to sell cookies at his door. He kills a Girl Scout? Yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Jesus. Like Those okay. are actually like the best parts of the book. It's like he doesn't hold back. It is gory. It's great. You know, you have the point of view of this murderer who you obviously can't trust. He's definitely unhinged. Unfortunately, that's the best parts of the book. And then the other point of view is from the main character, Thomas's perspective. And uh -huh. he's irritating and a little <laughs> whiny. And even though he's a grown ass man, like pretty much by the middle of the book. And unfortunately, the fairy stuff is pretty cheesy. After the first two characters, um, I don't know. The one girl is like the fairy and there's twists and it's stupid and it's really, really irritating. Uh, Are there so any me feel like scenes was, where the fairies have sex? She does have sex, but she's you think she's like a human at that point. Oh. Well, that's no fun. It made me feel like I was reading a young adult fiction novel. It was so <laughs> That's what cheesy. it sounds like. Yeah. And, but it's not. It's like, it's like told, like it's being sold as like an hmm. adult horror fantasy novel so it's like a children's book so, but with extra violence yeah and then this dark forest has a face-off with one or two of the characters later but they it play ends hockey? um yes game on <laughs> game on <laughs> but it ends so <laughs> abruptly like it's just ends and then like they're like oh do to do we're all happy and we're together and blah 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 and it's just meh and you're just kind of like you what the fuck happened endings. it's not even just the happy ending it's just that like it was stupid okay. the whole thing was stupid i feel bad saying that this is like my first real 2022 book that i'm reviewing you don't have to feel bad and i'm really disappointed this book is stupid okay the girl in the corn Stup should stay there <laughs> she should stay in that corn yes and never come out all right you thank you for coming to corn, my bitch. book club thank you for your sacrifice charles hey no problem give me my blankets back what give mike his what i said give me my blankets back <laughs> Here, take your damn blankets <laughs> they weren't I, that comfy anyway <laughs> you don't mean that <laughs> okay so we're going to be talking about sean of the dead after i drop some links yes the ghost of melissa present is going ooh, to drop some links ooh. and then we'll introduce some guests and we will start i guess our conversation about sean of the dead i don't know where that was going we'll be right back Hey freaks, first and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you too. 
not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. All right, we're back. And we have two super special guests. Meatball and crumbs. I can't wait to meet them. The cat and the dog. (laughs) No, our friend William is here. Oh, that's Yay, me. Friend welcome. and resident bass player. Yes. Uh, and Michael's here. Melissa's um, slut. Husband. And resident yes. train. Sideshow Mike, it's been a while. It has, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. I always, seem to end up, I always seem to end up on the zombie movies. Please don't spill another yes, drink. Yes, and Will was on. The only time Will was on was for a zombie movie, also. Yeah, you both did zombie movies. Will, you must really like zombies. Uh, they're okay. <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> zombies are okay. What's your favorite zombie movie? This one? Mm, that's tough to say. This one's up there. I really like this movie. Spoilers, spoiler alert. Will likes this movie. That's not a spoiler. Do <laughs> wow. you know how they work? <laughs> Do you know how spoilers work? Uh, cool. <laughs> Should we listen to the trailer now? Yeah, why don't you press that button? Okay, I'll press the button. Press it. All right, I pressed the button. Ooh. Ah, push it. Isn't that just him yawning? Yes. <laughs> do you ever think that modern life is not for you? No. Yes. Hey, it's a voiceover guy. Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Yes. Or is your love life dying on its feet? Yes. No, not according to this morning. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Chuck had sex this morning? Gross. Gross. I've never had. My poor wife. Maybe you're not alone. He said. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact. You believe everything you hear on TV? Wow, we're quoting it already. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl, Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, gay. Hold it there. I'm coming! Oh. Here they come! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, is this trailer almost over? Good I don't lord. I know, this is my jam. I think it's over. I Yes, I think it's over. Now what? Now what? Now. Come on. Whack us in our brains with a cricket bat with that synopsis. Nice try. I should have let the cricket bat out. Was that it was a nice terrible. try? I don't think it was a good. All yeah. right. All right, you do one, Will. 
No. Okay. The uneventful, no. the uneventful, no. aimless lies of a London electronics salesman and his layabout roommate are d- disrupted by the zombie apocalypse. Yes. That's it. It's pretty bare bones synopsis, but yes. Uh, initial thoughts. No spoilers, please. Uh, who, who's <laughs> going one. first? Mike always Pick complains about not going first. Let's make what are Mike your initial first. thoughts without spoiling the movie? He always says, oh, boy, I don't have anything. <laughs> you guys said everything that I wanted but to say. But he wants that. That's <laughs> yeah, his I excuse. Yeah, I want that. Then I'll just repeat. <laughs> so you don't have to do anything. I'll just repeat what you guys say in a different way. Come on. What did you think of the movie? But don't spoil uh, it. This was actually, this movie came out in 2004, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, wow, you know uh, too 2005, much. I think. It says 2004 on IMDb. Oh, really? So. 2004 then. Wow. A year after You're high right, school. You're right. He's wrong. Yes. That's, yeah, that's not saying much, though. So, so that's your initial thoughts? This was the first movie I've ever seen that made, like, zombies look fun. That was, like, <laughs> a comedy sort of thing. Yeah, because aren't you, like, really scared of zombies? Yeah, they bother <laughs> they me a little bit. You. They do. They bother me. Um, that all started with 28 Days Later, too, right? We <laughs> talked about that last time. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was so it was, scary. It was scary, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was that. Yeah, so, that's what my initial thought. So, do you like the movie? I do. Yeah. I like it. I like it very much. Yeah, it's a great movie. Great initial thought. Thank you. Thank for you for giving that up to us. Will, Will? It's your turn. We're making the guests go first. Okay. I think this movie is a good example of like a quintessential British comedy movie. Mm-hmm. The humor is all really dry. Super, yeah. And uh, well, most of it. Some of it's kind of slapsticky. There's well, some like visual gags and stuff in the movie. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, I think it could be drier compared to the. English it is a lot. A lot of it is really dry. And the yeah. other stuff that they're in, like space. Like Bill such. Nighy's whole character is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really like this movie. I think it. Uh, I've watched it probably you know ten, eleven times at this point. I still think certain scenes are funny. As yeah, you should. I think every yeah. scene is funny. I agree. Well, well almost every no. scene. Some <laughs> scenes are really sad. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess I'll go next. Yeah, please. Uh, I will. Enlighten us. I will enlighten you. What am I, I'm, it's my opinion. It's I'm enlightened. I'm not giving you any information. Well, you're giving us your information. <laughs> What's okay. your... What's your information? Yes. Uh, this movie... No, I need your credit card number. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, your information. <laughs> your information. Your address. Your... Your mom's um, made a name. <laughs> my mom's maiden name. I don't know. They usually that's like a security question. I really? don't know. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, uh, this movie has like so much heart and charm and love and mm-hmm. care like behind like every scene. It's it's expertly written. I, like it's it's a perfect movie Agreed. in my opinion. Like Agreed. it runs the gamut of genres too. Like there's there's horror and there's comedy. Obviously yeah. horror comedy, but there's also a lot of drama in it. Mm-hmm. There's romance in it. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, this movie's amazing. Like it's it's so like there's so many little details in this movie. Like you were saying, like all of Ed's like background dialogue, the little shit that he says and does, like the it's it's all the little things in this movie for me that like really endear it to me. And uh there's all the, I'm gonna go over during um our frightening facts. There's there's a billion Easter eggs in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's all these callbacks to other horror movies and yes. other zombie movies. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a genius movie. All the characters are likable. Even David, it, you know, nah, the most unlikable character, David. but you, you, yeah, you, but you like hating him. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think that this movie has any flaws in it. And I think it's, yeah, okay. it's one of my favorite. It's probably in top three favorite horror comedies. Gotcha. Yeah. What's it? Ghostbusters, this, and what we do in the shadows. Did anybody ask? 
Shut up. <laughs> Chuck, what are your three favorite horror ah, comedies? Somebody did ask. <laughs> it's too late. He already told us, though. Ah, damn it. I lost still. <laughs> I always lose. But yeah, that's my initial thoughts. All right. Well, I really don't have much to add. I think the movie is <laughs> absolutely perfect. Um, All right, Mike. Love it. The end. All right, cool. Everything you said. Uh, spoilers. Ahoy, hoy. Oh, boy, boy. Um, frightening facts. Frightening facts. Oh, that's so fucking loud. It's wow. too loud. That's magic. All right, uh, crew and cast. A lot of delay on that. Your mom's a lot of delay. I mean, yes. reverb. Yes, very what does reverb-y. that mean? That's that's what I was going for. You know, kind of the creepy. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> who's in it? Who uh, does hold on, it? I didn't have it. Uh, this is directed by Edgar Wright, and it was mm-hmm. written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, and it stars uh, some people. Wow, you sure? That are about to come up on my computer screen. I can't believe you don't already have this up. Copy. I didn't know there were people in the I always have it up. Copy paste this and it's not working. Oh, I just use IMDb. Why is this not loading? Please right. load. Chuck, you're floundering. Now I'm Say embarrassed. Something. <laughs> I'm going to sing a song uh, while he does it. Uh, Let's get physical. All right, then I'm just going to list the ones. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, <laughs> Kate Ashfield, the lovely Kate Ashfield, Lucy Davis, Dylan Moran, Nicola Cunningham, Kira Mills, Matt James, Gavin Ferguson, Peter, so oh, Jesus, Peter Serafinowicz. You're doing great, bud. Serafinowicz, Horton Jupiter, Tim Bagley, Arvind Dashi, Rafe Spall. Oh, it finally, what is going on? What is this? You failed to access to the web page that you want to view. Uh-oh. I don't know what's going on. My don't click any links Computer there. I just told you you're a failure. Yeah, David Park. Okay, I'm done. Virus, virus. <laughs> Trisha Goddard. Some other people. I can't get to them right now, but that's okay. enough. It's all the main players. <laughs> you got any frightening facts for us? Yeah, I'll read to some. <laughs> George A. Romero, creator of the movies to which this movie pays homage and lampoons, was so impressed with Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright's work that he asked them to cameo in Land of the Dead 2005 as zombies. And then, when asked by an interviewer why they chose to have slow-moving zombies instead of running zombies, Simon Pegg simply replied, because death is not an energy drink. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't really know what that means either. So, was he, okay. he must have been high when he said that. Maybe. Um, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright considered a sequel that would replace zombies with another monster, but decided against it as they were pleased with this movie as a standalone product and thought too many characters died to continue the story. They proposed the proposed title was from dusk till sean <laughs> however this idea did have an afterlife a mocked up poster can be seen for the film in spider-man into the spider-verse god we kn- oh, we could have had from dusk till sean yeah i'm gonna call simon peg up and yeah yell at him like, right what now. You doing? that would be amazing Come on, i'm guessing boo. that's vampires right yeah from dusk till dawn yeah vampires that would be yeah oh, it would have been so great and i I'm sure Quentin Tarantino would not have a problem with it because oh, no. he put this movie in like one of his top like lists. Yeah. So yeah, he would love it. He would have yeah. helped out. So uh. that's the facts I have. Please add to um, my okay, facts. Okay, I have a couple buddy. of a couple of facts here. Uh, Keep it them frightening. Is, it is true that dogs really can't look up. Meatball. So Meatball what's it, what's he doing? It's interesting. What's he looking at? Huh? It seems like the dog's looking, looking up right now. I have to say, guys, it was a joke. What's it was a here? joke. Wow, you got me. <laughs> You guys are, are you sure worst. you weren't just wrong? You're all like, no, dogs can look up. What I'm are you literally like about? <laughs> hugging a dog right now. <laughs> all right. It's just a joke. You know, like in the movie, they say dogs can't look up. I hear what you're saying. I do remember that. Yeah. But, yeah, but my there's a dog, dog here and we know it's a lie. Oh, my God. Up. You guys are the worst. All right. I'm going to go through some of the Easter eggs that were in the movie because don't I just... try to fool us. All again. right. Hold on one second. <laughs> Meatball, look up. We don't appreciate your ruse. <laughs> wow. Look at that. 
Still looking up. Okay. <laughs> oh my you should God. apologize to Meatball. Oh my God. I hate you guys. I hate all of you. And Meatball? No, not Meatball. Okay, I good. I love him. Although he did just look ru- up. ruin my joke. <laughs> all right, give us the That would have been so funny if he wouldn't look up. <laughs> if he like didn't do it. Well, he's looking up <laughs> yeah, now. he's still looking up. <laughs> Lay some eggs for us. Uh, ew. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't Come want on, to. squat, pop them out. Oh my god! All right, here we go. What yeah, the restaurant is named Fulci's, possibly after Lucio Fulci, uh-huh. who is the grandfather of Gore. Yeah, you know um, the, the place that does the fish. zombie movies. Yeah, the Beyond, and uh, you know his whole. Didn't he do Zombie? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, it's the monumental zombie, zombie movie. Fuck, fuck zombie. my brain, man. Yes. <laughs> The only movie where you can see a zombie fight a shark. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> was the shark also a zombie or? Uh, it was after the zombie was done mm-hmm. with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> zombie shark. I like that you're catching on. Um, the place Sean works is called Forey Electronics after Ken Forey, who mm-hmm. was in Dawn of the Dead. Roommate Pete foreshadows Ed's fate by saying, um, if you want to live like an animal, live in the shed, you thick fuck. There you go. At the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. Ed ends up a zombie that lives in, in Sean's shed. Um, and then right after Ed says, uh, right after uh, Pete says that, Ed says, next time I see you, you're dead. Oh, and Pete bam. Look who it is. the yeah. bathroom the next morning as a zombie. Uh, and then also in that scene, when, Sean's find, when Sean finds Pete as a zombie in the shower, um, Sean's like backed up against the door and he said a sentence, but then there's this long pause and he says, join us. And that was a nod to the Deadites mm-hmm. in uh, Evil Dead. Um, when Sean is on the phone with his mom, he yells, Barbara. we're coming to get you, yeah. Barbara, which is a very famous line in Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of the zombies you see throughout the film were shown in the intro montage. Yes, like Which the is first arguably lady, one yeah. of the best parts of the I movie. I love that, That yeah. intro montage after, uh, you know, after we meet Sean and Ed at the bar is, is amazing. With everybody sauntering around. Yeah, and doing the, the checkout ladies, like the job. first zombie. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. That's all yard. I got. I think that's enough. No, it's great. There's, there's probably some other making of stuff that would be interesting, but we'll get into what's to like. And I don't, I don't think we have to do any format with this. It's no. just, you start, you know. Everyone start shouting what Everyone you like. Everyone start <laughs> shouting what you liked at the same time. Uh, and you, Meatball, keep looking up at me. But I guess somebody has to go first. Will, name some stuff you liked. Oh, geez. Uh, well, Come on, you've been on this show before. You know how it works. Yes, I do know how it works. But uh, let's see. The We were talking about the intro montage. I think the, uh, the opening act of this movie is probably the strongest one, which is I'm getting by the looks I'm getting at the table, maybe not a common opinion. but I uh, didn't make a look at all. Okay, I didn't make a look. Well, try not to look at you. I wasn't you. even looking at you. I was trying not to look up. I was just seeing if the dog is... I'm just testing No, you're good. We're not going to judge you. uh, We don't do that on the show. Yeah, I really like the opening act. Yeah, you guys judge me all the time. But um, I think you just feel judged because you're paranoid. You're right. (laughs) Anyways, please proceed. Weed drugs. Yep. Opening montage. (laughs) You love uh, it. Yeah, I love really love the opening montage. I love the characterization that the uh, they give to Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Mm -hmm. It's just. It feels kind of like ridiculous, but also very real. Yes. And like, I know um, Nick Frost is exactly like a friend of mine, like the character Ed in the movie. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I watched this movie and I guess this is the newest thing that I took from this movie is that I know somebody who is like to the letter down, like down to the letter Ed. 
which is uh, pretty funny to me. Yeah, that's funny. Like he does the impressions. He drinks a lot. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Those it's are not his. me, is it? It's not you. <laughs> it's not us. He, yeah, the oh, funny, he even kind of looks like Nick Frost in this movie, which is like, it really yeah. threw me through a loop. Well, just to bounce off that, one of the reasons I think this movie is like so great and just does so well is that it's it's so relatable. Yeah. Like it's so like I like every time I watch this, I feel like Sean, 100%. Like I'm in, I think he's, I don't know how old he is in the movie, but he's got 29. Be, yeah, he he's says he's 29. Pushing, yeah, 29. And he's, he's like pushing 30. And, you know, I'm, I'm 37 now. I'm older than him, but I've been watching this movie since 2005. I have that menial job that I go to where I, you know, we have morning huddles every morning mm-hmm. where I stand with a clipboard and read stuff off a fucking, uh, you know, uh, grease board. Yeah. What a like, loser. I go, I, know. Yeah, <laughs> I go to work every day, either tired and or hung over. Mm-hmm. Like every day feels the same. Like you often have some red on you. Gotcha. And, I mean, it's not, it's not a hundred percent to a T that, you know, I have, we have the band, we have the podcast. I, I'm not a do nothing. And I would, would like to not think of myself as a loser. Well, but, think again. But sometimes when I watch this movie and Pete's like yelling yeah. in Sean's face and he, what does he say? He's like, sort your fucking shit out. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I feel like he's yelling at me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh man, I should sort my shit okay. out. But yeah, definitely relatable. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we used to have a friend that was a little bit like Ed also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're back to that. No, um, not so much. Jay. Yeah. Mystery no, Jay. No, we're not saying any letters uh-huh. or names. Fuck a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> this is Muppet shit. <laughs> I'm bringing it. You're bringing it? You're bringing the Muppet? Yes. But yeah, no. this 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 movie is hyper relatable. And yeah, we we all have friends like Sean. We all have friends like Ed. We all have friends like Pete. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend that was like Pete and his name was Pete. <laughs> and I remember I worked with him. He got me a job and all I did was like I would goof around all the time and like we, it was in a kitchen and we'd run like soda soda cans through like the dishwasher and then they'd be all like you just have to like flick them and they'll explode. We did that a Wait, lot. you ran soda cans? You put soda cans in a dishwasher? Yeah, this Full big industrial dishwasher. I'm guessing gets, that like, wasn't uh, part of the job description. <laughs> no, neither was seeing how many forks we could throw into the ceiling. <laughs> that job was so fun. But he was always yelling at me, and one day he got in my face, and he was like, "You're an embarrassment. Ooh. Like I'm embarrassed that I got you this job Ouch. here." And yeah, he was always telling me to get my shit together, and like, yeah, we worked with a guy named Pete, but he just did crack, and we had to fire him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's tough. So yeah. anyway, it's only the last couple of weeks. Anyways, so, yes. so what else did you guys like? Somebody, somebody, anyone, Michael. Somebody I f- go. I found this movie very relatable, as you say, because one, we do like we all have like a friend, sort of like Ed. In but Jesus, I, yes. I, <laughs> I related to like the fact, like that, like they went to the same bar. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Every uh-huh. like, well, every night, well. and like his. And like his girlfriend's yelling at him because like we always go to the same places all the time. Yeah, my wife that, like I, recently, I feel like we were in that like rut for a long time when we just went to like the jug, the, the jug, every, like every yeah. <laughs> like two times or three times a week. We would, yes, yeah, we jug, used to. The jug was that our, was our Winchester, our Winchester. Which, was ruining my, our Winchester was, for a which while. is ruining my creepy question for later. But <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. But yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's like very a, relatable. All, all like it's all like, I want to do is I, I want to hang out with my friends and and go to the bar and drink, and I don't want to do anything different. 
And yeah, yeah I got into an argument yeah. with Amanda about that recently too. Okay. It wasn't bad. It was just like, and it wasn't, she didn't put it all on me. She was just like, we should, we should be doing stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right, shut up. Well, let's just go to five West, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go somewhere different. All right. Well, I'll add some things. Since okay. You guys are just talking about how relatable it is. And it's so relatable yeah, though. That's is. what makes but the movie. What we like about the movie is so much funny dialogue, lots of repeated lines that just become like, Yes, quotable. there's callbacks all throughout yes. the movie. Yeah. The soundtrack is a lot of fun. Keeps the energy going. Um, I love the montage style cutscenes. Yes. Uh, apparently, you don't. <laughs> he Wait. said these freak me out. Yeah, they freak oh. me. out. I guess the fast. Those like, fast oh, cut the, that scenes. was. A, I felt like that was a, a Sam Raimi. Oh, it definitely kind of is. They d- yeah, yeah, a lot of horror does that actually. Yeah. Um, Where they do the the super zoom ins on everything. Yeah. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. All right, somebody else add. But to I it. like it because yeah. they do it on like even like the 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 stupid mundane yeah. things that he's doing. Like he's getting out the milk and like putting away a knife and like scraping like jelly onto yes, a piece of bread. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing this? That's the point. That's um, do you want to add more? Because I don't want to take up the whole what we like thingy. Uh, I think it is genius that they address in this movie the absurdity of zombie movies mm-hmm. never saying the word zombies. Yeah, he says, don't say he's that. He like, don't say that. And that Zed, I was, the Zed word. I don't, I don't think I picked up on that last time I yeah, watched it. Yeah, because they're like walkers. I didn't, I didn't notice it. And like um, whatever they call yeah, them. Yeah, they call yeah. them walkers, biters, yeah. jam, flesh eaters, like whatever. They they dance around the zombie term and they, they like won't say it. I feel like they're implying because like, oh, the word hasn't been created in our universe yet because this right. is like the, but like, come on. But like zombies, I did a little research on zombies and the, the idea closest to the iteration that we have now most likely came from 17th century Haiti or mm-hmm. Haitia? Yeah. Haiti? Haiti. Haiti, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Haitian, yeah. Um, and even the iteration that we have now of zombies came from 1968 style of George Romero. Mm-hmm. So they've been around for forever. They've been part of our culture and our lives forever. Mm-hmm. Why are these movies like pretending always like, yeah. pretending like we like, don't know what they are? Like, like those you know movies damn don't well exist they are. in that They're universe. Zombies. Yeah. yeah, come on. And I just thought that was so clever that he was like, "Don't say that. Don't say the, the Z word." The Zed word. <laughs> And then it even happens at the end, towards the end of the movie, somebody says that. He's like, or Dave says it. Yeah. He's like, there's zombies out there. And yeah, Ed again was, or no, Sean goes like, don't say that. Especially because like when it's his mom, he's like, don't call her the zombie. Yeah, that's right. Which I also really like the, like, even though this movie is hilarious and has like the zombies, there's also like those heartfelt moments and like the sad moments where like Philip has a backseat, like talk. Oh my God. Yeah. I was tearing up and then the mom being bitten, like right to the fucking feels, man. Yeah, that's that's really like they still brought that element to it. Heart wrenching yeah. scene. Yeah, it was, was really sad. Very intense. Twas, twas, Thanks, yes, indeed. Thanks for chiming in, guys. Yes, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> um, and I love how, like, in the beginning, how oblivious Sean is the next morning after they're like out drunk, and you have like the, the zombies yeah, are yeah. present there. You have like the blood on the cooler door. He's like pretty much slipping in that puddle, which was probably blood. You don't actually see it. You see him yeah, slip. Yeah, it, it was definitely blood. Yeah, so. <laughs> You got the zombies walking around, dead bodies in the corner, and he's, yeah, he's just, like, just like do do do. Like I love that he's so not paying say, attention. I'm gonna say it all. again. I'm gonna say it again. That's why I relate so hard to this movie because <laughs> I would 100% be me. Like you know yeah. how oblivious I am to things. Uh, yeah. Like you're constantly running into shit. Mm-hmm. That would be 100% me on the way to work. I would, you know, I'd be listening to a podcast or yeah, something and driving like by, everyone's like on their phone, driving yeah. by like tons of military vehicles and like yeah, dodging. Like, like, Man, there's a lot of car accidents on the road today. Like. <laughs> 
ignoring the flames shooting up from the houses. Yeah, that would 100% be me. Do you think you'd miss two bloody hands on the, it's the refrigerator possible, door? It's possible. I think anyone could. I think I could if I'm like half asleep Especially, in the morning. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm tired. I'm just like, what the fucking day like i'm yeah i'm ignoring and like everything. he's just going through that motion every fact, day especially like, if he's hung over like if yeah, i was, that was if i was hung over and saw like this yeah. bloody hands to be like oh i just but he probably didn't even see it because he does work, that right? every morning he goes there gets like the yeah. the soda yeah, especially gets the newspaper like, like that, he does it every morning every single day and yeah. then add the hangover on top of it it's just meh that's another interesting thing about this movie this that ed and sean do all of this one hundred percent hungover. Yeah, that must have sucked. Which I can't, that was just added I can't to function. like. Ugh. I also really love that Michael jumped at least twice watching this. Movie. <laughs> really? I did, yeah. What parts? Um, do you remember what parts? Pete popping out of the shower. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really loud noises. Yes. That really get me. Mike gets uh, startled. Yeah, there's a couple jumps. <laughs> it's your uh, it's your artistic temperament. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It Deep is. red callback. All uh, right. Okay. Uh, I have some other stuff. Yeah, I didn't want to take this whole thing. Will? I thought maybe our oh, yeah. pals here would jump I in. I like a small detail now that you bring up the shop scene. Okay. Um, in the first shop scene, he looks at uh, like Diet Coke first, then picks up a Coke. And then in the time when they come back, he does the opposite. And I think that's, uh, that's just... there's This movie has a lot of like small characterization bits like that, if you pay attention. And I think that's part of what makes the character so endearing. So in the first morning he goes to the shop he gets a a regular coke yeah and then the second time he goes he gets a diet coke because of the stuff that Liz said to him because I'm not like sure. he quit smoking and she said yeah he's you, trying to make a little she said change, we'd go yeah. to the gym together and he probably does that because Liz dumped him and yeah. that was one of the things that she said she said like you promise you go back to the gym with me you promise you stop smoking with me you promise all this stuff and the first thing he does is throws the uh, cigarettes. And so then that's a little like, tiny, another tiny little, what's like, well, he wouldn't take Coke because he's going to try to change for Liz. Yeah, that is. I didn't even notice that. That's interesting. But that's also what I'm saying, too. It's like this movie's, the attention to detail in this movie is crazy. It is. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Anybody good, else? Good work, Will. Anything you want to add? Thanks. <laughs> um, I really, it's, I'm just going to say a couple of things that I yeah. just love. Um, one of my favorite parts, and the first time I saw it, I like had a breakdown. I was laughing so hard. Um, when they're beating the old bartender <laughs> and the with songs the spools playing. and the Queen songs yeah. playing, and they're all hitting him on beat, yeah, that's the funniest shit ever to me. And most of it has to do with just the way the bartender looks. Mm -hmm. Like he's like a he's got that hunchback, and he's huge, and he has like yeah. blonde hair, and like and like you can really see like weird the friend features. and the mom like kind of bopping in the yeah, back, and they're like, like dancing, dancing along. while they're doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite scenes in this movie. It really makes me laugh. Um, 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 yeah, I try. I tried to stay away from just listing scenes. I like the when they ran into their Bizarro. Like, <laughs> bizarro, yeah. Where it's just like the opposite them. That was fun. Uh, I cracked up so hard. And Martin Freeman's in the group, and yes. I like love him. The little Bill. Yeah, that was a cool little cameo. So, um, I like that they instead of saying the line is busy in Britain, they mm -hmm. say it's engaged. Yes. Wow, I that is that. just something, huh? <laughs> At first, I was like, it's engaged. What are you talking about? I was like, oh, it's busy. Mm. Oh, I'm going to start saying that. Oh. Even though, how, many, how often do you call lines that are busy? Never, because like, we never. all call yeah. cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, da, da, da. Oh, oh, another something else that I really, really like. Um, so they're talking to uh, Sean's mom on the phone, and he's like, Barbara. Yeah, and he's like, Mom, have you been bitten? And she's like, No. And he's like, Oh, thank God. And then she's like, But Philip has. He's like, Oh, okay. And they're like, And then Ed, <laughs> he tells Ed, He's like, She hasn't been bitten. In, but Philip has. She's like, Oh, okay. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and they're they, like fantasy, like killing off yeah. Philip. Like, sorry, Philip. Yeah, they kill him and they run away happy. And then at the end of everyone, Sean has that mug that says, I'm a genius written all over it. I thought that was funny. Yeah. But here's the real question. Why did they ever leave Liz's apartment? Because moving is life, Will. It, the whole reason is because Ed wanted to smoke. Oh, yeah. And the No, that's the whole reason that they went to the pub. Yeah, which is the destination but, like, after Liz's apartment. if it's Liz's the end of the world, you can't just smoke in her apartment. Let's, like, come on. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was on like the second floor too. But yeah, didn't they, they say that like? Yeah, but didn't they say that people already got in and the place was like surrounded? Well, I don't know. Well, the place is surrounded. Yeah, why would the pub be more secure? It's not. It's not. So the whole it's okay. Not. I didn't even like pick up on that. Point, so yeah. the whole reason, yeah, they if they wanted to go to the pub was so that Ed could smoke. Yeah, that decision yes. literally killed him. <laughs> it's true. Smoking, well, smoking kills. Smoking kills. kills yeah. Yep. So this entire it's a, movie, it's a are you PSA. saying that, yeah. is this a fan theory that you're making where this entire movie is a PSA against s- s- cigarette smoking? I think you're yeah. on to it's something. It's actually a fan fact. There's no theory about it. <laughs> All right. I'm down with that. Anything else? I think that's, that's good. I like the movie because it's good. <laughs> All right. And you should watch it because it's good. That's a great review. Well, how about we move on to is there things you guys don't like? Is there anything not to like about this movie? Oh, I'm an expert complainer. I, I got All right, this. Go on. I got this. Uh, I I generally like most things about this movie, but uh, there's one thing that always bothers me every time I watch it. And I think all the characters are so realistic and relatable, except for Sean's mom, who seems to be the most oblivious person on that's, the face of the earth. That's why I loved her. Oh, Barbara, yeah. she's so she has, nice. Like, no idea what's going on. She's so polite. She, the whole yeah, time. she's so polite. She doesn't want to be an inconvenience. Yeah. But it seems like. Like the world is know. ending, like it's an apocalypse, right? Yeah, but there's some oblivious people out there. I think, yeah. I, I could definitely see Amanda's mom oh. being like, this whole zombie thing is nothing. Like, well, it's, it's No, no, just, but that's already more that's self-aware her, than her the character beliefs, was. Yeah, I guess actually. you're right. She was kind of, yeah, she was a little cartoony. But that's what I makes think it that so was lovable. The point, maybe. No, I mean, it, it was the point. I just think the character also, it could is be a little like, misplaced. It maybe. could be some stereotypes about like British moms. Maybe. Maybe we Could just be, haven't really yeah. encountered anyone like that Maybe. because it's, it's kind of a a UK thing. But I yeah, you are right. UK hun. You have a British mom. I never had a British mom. You have an Irish mom. Yeah, she. <laughs> my stepdad's parents are from England. They're British. They both oh, yeah. passed away, unfortunately. But I've we Michael and I have like known have you met them. them. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Oh gosh, his dad had all these great war stories. Oh really? Yeah, we That's would drink cool. dry gin martinis and this just is... tell us war stories. My stepdad's father. What's your stepdad's name? Tommy. Tommy. Okay. Yeah, and they—he's English. They're from the UK. So. That's funny because now that you say that, he looks English. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah he's like an English redneck, if that makes sense to anybody. Yeah, they got them over there. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, we're doing what's not to like. Yes. I mean, Ed says the N word. Oh. <laughs> that, that kind of was like with an A at the end, but still, that's not cool, man. <laughs> the kind of I never, I didn't, I just notice. never would have. Yeah, because he pops out of the car and says it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what's up? Yeah. And I was like, oh no. I never realized he said that. I didn't either until yeah. I was looking through the quotes. I, every time. I was looking yeah. through the I was quotes like, and I was like, I was like oh, okay. 
I guess things are different in Britain. That, they they kind of are. are. Probably like, <laughs> things are different in 2004. And oh, you can get away with saying it. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe a combination of the both. Um, okay, th- there's really... I say this movie is super well written. And I, I don't really have a problem with this. It's kind of annoying every time I watch it. There is a plot hole in this movie. Go on. It, well, I don't know. Tell me what you think. Do you think it's a plot hole? Sean leading the zombies away from the pub. And then he getting practically back runs through the middle of them, and he's yeah, like, "Yeah, they would have got him. Not they a got single him. one attacks him. Yeah, he goes straight through the middle of the horde. Well, yeah, no, he doesn't get tackled. Yeah. He's like, yeah. "Hey, come on, everybody!" He has come on. plot armor, as what they would call yeah. it. Plot yeah. armor. The zombies yeah. are like, yeah. like, "We can't kill him. He's, he's the main, main character. character. It's not in the script. Yeah. Don't touch him." Yes. So it is plot armor. Yes, but I don't know. At that point, like they already walked through the crowd, like pretending to be zombies, which was hilarious. But that's funny. No, I mean exactly right. Like you're, it's just the movie is kind of a vehicle for the comedy, which is there you go. Maybe why I disagree for it being a horror movie. Well, it is that's a horror a, that's movie. That's a different it's horror comedy. No, yeah. I don't even think it is. That, I think it's a comedy it with that's painted to look like a horror movie. Yeah, a horror comedy. Th- this but is why you're not allowed difference. on the episode. Okay, <laughs> let's just you can say the same thing about most horror comedies. I mean, exactly. you can say the same thing about ghosts, but but they exist in this genre. Uh, okay. There's enough elements there that I think. Like, there's some pretty gory scenes. I mean, the fact that they're zombies. Yeah, there's plenty of blood. You're right. I will give it to you that this yeah, the, is more comedy than the horror. The first but kill, like, she falls on that, like, umbrella thing, and it goes through her chest. <laughs> That's Mary, yes. Yeah. The checkout the lady. The checkout lady, yes. I'm just so desensitized by violent video games that I just <laughs> oh. I don't see it anymore, and he obviously. And to Marilyn Manson. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And, yeah, it's all that Marilyn Manson you listen to. I play that, that satanic Magic the Gathering. Oh. <laughs> Yes, I also play Satanic Uno. Um, Draw four. Satanic. Also, I have, <laughs> I have one tiny little nitpick again. I mean, I have like two little nitpicks. I have really, really stupid, petty points to, to bring up. Uh, so um, when Liz, when Barbara is talking to Liz and she gives him a necklace and we see that Barbara's been bitten mm-hmm. and Liz looks at it and she pulls up, there is a gaping hole yeah that shit's gross in yeah. her and she's blocking the blood with a napkin and you can't i'm sorry she would have been bleeding that would have been like all profusely, over yeah. the place especially because there's definitely like you definitely know, noticed there. yeah <laughs> but again it's, it's whatever well for me okay i know this is the point of the movie or whatever but there's really nowhere else he could have taken her on a date Nowheres. Uh, the, There's no the, places around yeah, there. Yeah, no place had any like. You could just go to a different bar. There had to, to be a different you're bar. You're supposed to be mad at like Sean. You I know. fucking loser. Like, I get what it. are you doing? But my brain's like, no. There's got to be at There's least no a cracker other... barrel down the street. I love, it. I love it when you when they're in the room and you can hear them from the other room. And they're yelling. At, they're yelling and yeah. like Dave and what's her name? Uh, mm. Lisa. I don't remember. No. I forget her name. Yeah. But they're in the other room. They're listening to them yell. And and and. And uh, she's being sarcastic. So where'd you go to the, back to the Winchester? And he's like, "Do you want to?" And she's like, "No, I don't <laughs> fucking want to." See, that would be me. That would be me too. That would be me too. Hundred percent. I'd be like, "Well, I mean, you I mean, suggest if you, if you want I mean, to." <laughs> no, I don't fucking want to. But and I'd he, probably be like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> and the whole, the whole they got him, chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, I'm glad like Amanda doesn't. Really, she likes to. If I take her out somewhere nice to eat every once in a while, she's totally fine with going. Like she doesn't, you know. Yeah. She's mostly like I am. She doesn't. She's kind of just wants to stay at home and like. Yeah. Do the same same old like. Sometimes we'll go out. We're planning a vacation this year. Hey, we booked one. Uh, we want to go to Maine. 
Oh, that's fun. Maine is yeah. very nice. I went there camping. We're thinking um, in a cabin. What's the? When I was a teenager. What's that weekend in September? Memorial Day? Is it Memorial Day? Is that in the end? Labor Day. Is, is Labor Day or Memorial Day? Memorial Day is in May. Memorial Day is May. No, we're thinking about going Labor Day week or after Labor Day. Is weekend. that when we're going? Are you taking the kids if you're going after Labor Day? The last yeah, yeah, week in September. The last weekend in September. Yeah. We're going to Florida. We're going to Ooh, Naples fun. for yeah. our yeah. 10 year wedding anniversary. But everyone on the show knows our vacation plans. <laughs> so, yeah. Sure so, we will have an so episode much. then. Yeah. Oh, st- Watch out for stalkers. They wear big trench coats. <laughs> it's sunglasses. actually three children <laughs> in a trench coat. They're black on each other's shoulders. Yeah. Black gloves. Yeah, oh, yeah. Black gloves. No evidence. Fedoras, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and the only other thing my complaint is, David the twat, that Harry Potter looking ass. <laughs> I, I mean, he's I wrote, a jerk, but I think he's an endearing jerk because nah. he's, he's, well, he's good at being a jerk. Well, he's in love with that girl well, when he's said. with yeah, another you, girl. It's fun hating him. Yeah, like Harry it's, Potter it, it's looking like, ass. That's why I said there's no unlikable characters in this movie. Because ultimately, like you said, he becomes likable because he's just a, such a fucking petty douchebag. Have you have you ever met anyone that you, like you know, like even at the end of the world, even in the zombie apocalypse, this person would continue to be petty and bicker and be annoying? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, but of course I know them. They're me. Right? That's what I'm <laughs> no, saying. No, you wouldn't. Me too. No. no, we wouldn't. I mean, I would have to sacrifice at least two of you so I, I could get away, imagine? but... I've worked with people that I know, like, th- this place could be burning down right now, and you'd be whining about something <laughs> that was totally unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything they don't like? Oh, I was just going to add to more of the relatability. Oh. <laughs> he also, Sean also forgets, like dates like anniversary dates he forgets to get presents well he seems like we saw two instances of it where he like totally forgets i'm 100 percent like that too like amanda always gets if it's a birthday if it's an anniversary whatever like she know i'm such a shitty person at that like she knows that like i know you'll get me something like the week of or like you know maybe the week after <laughs> it's like i'm sorry uh, at least she's realistic yeah she doesn't, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she doesn't hold me to more because I'm, I'd am i be real disappointing. No, I'm bad at that too. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me? No reason. Where's my birthday present? <laughs> you guys are great. You guys buy each other shit all the time. Just because, like, yeah. yeah. Like that sign over there. What? That, the green dragon. It's the the bar, the pub and okay. that um the hobbits go to in Lord of the Rings. We got there. So I, my brain was like, <laughs> Harry Potter? Nope. <laughs> yeah, we just buy each other some random shit. I thought you didn't like Harry Potter anymore. I don't like J.K. Rowling. Because of the notorious turf, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she's trash. Notorious. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anything else? Do I have anything else? Michael, did you not like anything? Um, no, not really. I mean, I I jumped twice during this movie. Yeah, you did. I did That's that crazy. Loud That's so noises, crazy to me. Loud yeah, noises really get me We did have time. it up pretty loud, yeah. Well, yeah, we always have, we have it yeah. on the surround sound, so like we're, like, you can really hear everything. And... You know, it sounds really good in there. So when like a big... <laughs> and we have to have it loud because Michael doesn't like subtitles. So I had to turn them off. And I love subtitles. No, yeah, I, I always watch with subtitles. I watch everything with subtitles. Sometimes there's never jokes in the subtitles mm-hmm. that you only see if oh, you... Oh, really? Movies do that? Yeah. Also, uh, watch movies with uh, descriptive audio. That's that's mm-hmm. a whole other way to watch nope, them. For, nope. like, uh, de- for blind people? Yeah. I turned that on by accident once when I was watching Law and & Order. And I was like, oh, God, no. I watched... Uh, off. Like Robin Hood from uh, 2018 or something, 2019. Why? With descriptive audio, and it was I like cackled laughing. It was very <laughs> funny. A Robin Hood went to the forest. Audio. Yeah, same thing with like disaster movies. That's another good one to go with for descriptive <laughs> audio. 
Like I watched like 2012 with it with my friends. That it's just oh, God, it's a I very nice movie. day. I saw that movie in theaters. Oh, I hate it in movie. theaters. I hate. Too. I just don't. I feel like a bad person saying I'm I not have, like a fan of that actor. I officially tapped out when the wolves showed up. That was the dumbest shit yeah. ever. I was like, okay, so this Arctic frost just yeah. kills people? Right. That was the dumb. There were so many holes well, in that movie. Well, they had fur. Yeah, right? <laughs> wolves have fur. You can't critically watch a movie like 2012, no, right? No, you no. just accept that the things happening on screen are happening for a reason, and you move <laughs> past it. Yeah. All right. Okay. And let's move past this. Anybody have anything else to add that they didn't like? No? I don't. No? I'm good. That's great. Moving on. Moving on. Creepy questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, we don't have a thing. No, we don't. Cook a cook a creepy question. Creepy questions. <laughs> I was gonna do I it like that because like it creepy, creepy crawlers. Creepy crawlers. Do you remember creepy crawlers? Do it again. Yeah, do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Did you have the thing? No, I didn't. I. You I probably didn't it. like touching it because it's but a weirdo. I I, yeah. I love I, the way they smell. I don't like gooey, gross stuff. I love oh, them. I the way I they smelled like, was so weird. Yeah, I had I had that. I had that. Um, I don't even remember what it's called. I'm not even going to describe it. It was another gross toy with slime and skulls and shit. All right, we're doing creepy questions. Can you do that again? Creepy questions. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're, probably oh, you're adding make, to it. It's probably going to make it add on to the show. Expect royalties. Well, I have one, but... Do you guys have your own Winchester? Like a place you refer to as your Winchester? I have, like is your I have go-to? like five. I have Chuck's, <laughs> yeah, Chuck's, approved, Chuck's five approved restaurants which and I, bars. Which I hope we is make it one, to one, one of them. Is this one one of yours? What? The Our default bar? bar? Yeah. yeah that's, that's the top of the list. Oh, well, better be. I better love be. the default bar. No, it's. Uh, I'm not going to go over my list yeah, right don't. now. Yeah, don't. Uno's, Uno's made it back onto the list. Mm. <laughs> It was off the list for a while. Michael, do you have a Winchester? I guess our Five West or Five the Whistlers West. is like our Win- our Winchester. Yeah. Yeah. Will? Uh, I don't know. I I'm too. I like move to different places every year. So every time I start getting used to going to a bar, I just yeah. go to a different one after that. Okay. Word. Okay. That's my question. Anybody else have a question? Everybody's favorite zombie movie. Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Absolutely. Uh, I'll go with this one in the spirit of the episode. Shaun of the Dead. Mike, you hate zombies, so why yeah, would you I have don't. a favorite one? I'll just pick this one then. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> um, all right, freaky favorites. Freaky, 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 favorite, 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 favorite. that never stopped. <laughs> just kept <laughs> going. <laughs> all right, favorite kill. Um. Mine's gonna be David when they pull out his guts Isn't through the window. Isn't David? Yeah, right. Because it's such a classic. Well, that's like the the big like kill in the movie. That's right? like yeah. the classic zombie move. Yeah. They always get the guts and eat it. But I think uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the zombie that they killed in their backyard with the records. <laughs> yeah. I, that scene just uh, makes me laugh every time. <laughs> that's so. my favorite. I love too. when they're going through the records. Yeah, and, and he's, like, he's like, no, like, no, don't take that one. Because <laughs> it's nerve wracking. Like, yeah. Watching that. <laughs> <laughs> They're picking out specific. As a person yeah. with a record collection, From that Liza Minnelli's going first. <laughs> uh, Mike, who's your favorite kill, Dave? That w- that uh, the ones uh, the two zombies in the backyard were my favorite because okay. I I loved when they like didn't know what to do and they were like they didn't act they kill well I guess it was the beginning of when they killed them when they were just had a like a hamper uh-huh. of like a basket of oh, like random household things. items yeah. that they were just yeah. throwing at them. Like they really didn't know what and to do. And then they threw the basket when it was empty. <laughs> they threw the basket. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I already said Dave. Okay. I think, I think it's interesting to point out, and I should have brought this up earlier, that um, zombie movies, typically the main character has a very specific weapon 
that they use. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a thing in zombie movies. Um, even in The Walking Dead, almost yeah. every character had a very specific weapon yeah, that they you think chose. Of like Michonne, and it's usually, the, yeah, yeah, it's like based on your whatever. Um, like uh, like Ash has his chainsaw uh-huh. and his shotgun. And his boomstick, yeah. Um, in Dead Dead Alive, he had the lawnmower. Yep, yep. So I thought that was cool that they used a cricket bat. I thought that was a very British mm-hmm. thing to do. Yes. Uh, favorite character. I'm going to go with Sean. I just love him. It's Ed all the way. Yeah, I knew you were going to say Ed. Mike? This is going to be weird, but I I have uh, like my favorite character and favorite line are like in this one scene because I thought it was like so funny, but Philip. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was Aww. funny. Yeah. It, that's my favorite. Okay. Uh, my favorite character is also Sean. I, yeah. Like I've said a billion times this episode, I, just, I relate too hard to his life. I think his, he's so like adorable. I'm going to be honest. I'm glad that I have people in my life that don't mind me being a loser. Oh, we just so. haven't told you. <laughs> we don't mind at all. <laughs> we don't mind that you're a loser at have all. Have you considered stopping? <laughs> no. All right. That's we accept you. man. I guess, I mean, the one thing that I should be doing that Sean does really poorly is listen. He, he doesn't listen at yeah. all. And I have a real problem with that too. Sometimes. Like, especially at work. Mm-hmm. Like, people will come and talk to me. Like, he was <laughs> on the phone with Liz, not yeah. listening to what she was saying. People will come and say stuff to me at work. People that work for me. Yeah. And I'll be in the middle of something or I'd just be off in La La Land, like not caring. And I'm like, oh, shit, this person's coming to talk to me. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about anything they're saying. And then they leave. And I'm like, I don't even remember what they said. Fair. And like, I'm on, to the ne- I'm on to the next thing. And then like two hours later, you know, I get a phone call. Like so-and-so said they needed this or that. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, there's like, there's like one or two specific people that I immediately just turn off whenever they come to talk to me. Yeah. Most of them are, I, I work for them. So I guess that's the opposite problem. <laughs> well, mine, it doesn't, it's not necessarily, some people, it's, it's, sometimes it's it's based on people. Um, like there's a lady that works with me and every time I see her coming over, I'm just like, oh my God, go away. Like I know it's not a problem and I know it's something you can answer yourself and there's no reason for you to come over here and talk to me at all. <laughs> that sound like a really shitty leader. Yeah, don't you're I? mean. <laughs> it's not all the time. It's just, you know. I can be a really poor listener sometimes. Just ask Amanda. <laughs> but she's, she's said stuff to me before, and she'll come home and she'll be like, I asked you to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, no, you didn't. And like, I literally, she's like, I said it on the phone, and I vaguely remember. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, favorite quote. All right. Mine is uh, when Ed sees a zombified Pete and he says, hey, Sean, look who it is. And Sean goes, fuck a doodle do, which is like a callback. <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah, that's like, what Pete, said, Pete yeah. says to him earlier. I think that's hilarious. Fuck a doodle do. Will, you got a favorite quote? Yeah. Do well, it. It's kind of cheating, but it's like everything that Ed says in the opening scene in the Winchester in the <laughs> yeah. background. But specifically, the like first thing he says, which is cock it. <laughs> yeah, cock it. <laughs> well, yeah, what does he say? Because he, it's, it's like goes along with uh, Liz and Sean's dialogue. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. When she's like, we don't have any, we don't ever have any time to, and he's like, fuck. Yeah, that was really funny. I don't really need to describe it. No. I don't know why I am. It's okay. You, you almost <laughs> got there. Yeah, I, I didn't though. Mike, your favorite quote? My favorite quote is in that scene when uh, Philip is trapped in the car and uh, Sean says, there's not a shred of Philip in that, like in that body anymore or something along those lines. Yeah. And then, but he still turns the music off. off. I love that. Oh, we didn't talk about the very ending. 
Uh, how fucking didn't. funny is the ending? Because they're like the zombies retain some of their basic motor functions and like memory. Yeah, they got they have do enough like memory. Game shows and they have them doing game working. shows and shit. I thought that was so funny and like so nice. clever. It was a nice touch. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was great. Hilarious. Yes, they're great for the re- retail. Yeah. What was <laughs> yeah, your favorite? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's your, some was poignant that commentary. <laughs> no, no, I just I, we, we forgot to point it out. Um, uh, my favorite quote is. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean. Oh, it's okay. No, I'm sorry, Sean. And I just love that so much. It really showed like, and then uh, he says like, uh, I'll, I'll stop doing them when you stop laughing. Yeah, he says that both times. And like that really gives you like a glimpse into their, I like it because it's like, it, it, they really are really good friends and Sean's always sticking up for him and Ed's mm-hmm. just kind of a lovable fuck up. And then when that happens at the very end, like that's the point where you see like the friendship. But then at the very end when Ed's dying, it makes it all the like all the more sad mm-hmm. when they do that little gag again because it's like oh man it's like they're they're best, they're best friends. friends and he's dying and he's <laughs> and when he's like calls him his little like girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever <laughs> yeah. and he's like oh he's got you drink boyfriend. and he's like yeah. thanks babe he's or like, thanks, whatever babe. <laughs> like they were such it. good friends I loved it yeah so all right is that it yeah is there anything anybody else wants to talk about Shaun of the Dead you guys want to add anything Sean spells his name. Interesting, or I guess weird. S H A U N. Yeah, yeah. No, I know people. That's I know people. I was either expecting S E A N or S H A W N. I know all three, hmm. both. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've met people with all different ways. Yeah. I've never met the S H A U N type. I've met the other two. It's interesting that they didn't, because Dawn is spelled D A W N. Yeah. So why, why they did they? Why didn't they go with that? Yeah. Was that a purposefully like, well, we don't want it to be too much like that? Yeah, probably. We don't want it to be too on the nose. Yeah. But uh, I have one more one more topic I'd like to bring up. Oh, we were, no. okay. we were yeah. talking oh, about no. this before the show, and I guess this is a, a question for the audience. Oh no! Um, is if this movie is a horror movie? Yes, it one, is. is it? It's a horror comedy. And two is Hot Fuzz also a horror movie? No drama. I think if you count this Mystery. one, you have to count that one too because they're the same level of horror in my eyes. Um, well, it's a good thing you don't wrong. co-host because <laughs> your eyes are blind. We'll see who's correct and obviously the the most popular one is correct, so leave a comment. <laughs> Sounds like a will. Wow. Thing to say. <laughs> so, that really leads us to where they can do that. Now, joke's on you. I'm just going to cut all this out. No, I'm just wow. kidding. Wow. <laughs> I see how it is. Actually, I'm going to cut out your entire yeah. part on this. Okay. It's, it's no, I'm just sound not like here. we're talking to nobody. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Will. I, it depends. For me, it depends on where... Because I've always struggled with this. Is like, where does... Where do thrillers fall Because in, in the horror category? Because are they in the category of horror? Or are they just no. adjacent? They're adjacent. Okay. I really so just whatever you're calling IMDb thrillers thrillers and you're you're leaving them out of the horror genre then i say that hot fuzz is not in the horror genre correct but some people include thrillers into the horror genre they say it's like a you know a subgenre, which i don't typically it agree with it just movie, doesn't seem like really. there's a much enough elements of horror i just do whatever imdb well tells i mean me. if you look on the surface of it like the movie has like a cult and that's like a horror-esque element but if we you're call, looking at it on the surface but like we call we we call giallo's horror movies and I mean, what's the difference between like a giallo and like hot fuzz um, in terms the amount of, of blood? But I mean, is that it? Do you just need gore to be a horror? But movie? doesn't hot fuzz get pretty gory? No, uh, yeah. I mean, there's the there's that like concrete spire that falls through that guy's head. Yeah, and that guy had his jaw. 
I think there would have to be excessive violence and gore shown on screen yeah. for it to be horror. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Fuck it. Fuck okay. <laughs> All right. Perfect way to end. Yes. All right. So that's it. Nobody got anything else? We good? I like no. the movie. Shaun of the Dead. Fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, what the fuck are you doing? You don't have a thing for that? No, You've had almost 20 years at this point to watch the movie, yeah. so you should go for it. Yeah. I don't mind us. I didn't see... The, I don't know if I saw this in theaters or not. I know I saw I it like... Not. I know I saw it... In, I'm pretty sure I saw it in 2005 when it came out on uh, DVD. The only one I saw in theaters was the last one at World's End, or The World's End. I always get that wrong. The World's End, yeah. It's the worst one. I oh, yeah. don't hate it, but it's not great, so... And that's not horror either. That's sci-fi. Okay. Well, I mean, is it the based on the Body Snatchers blue. horror? Because yes. I think it is. Yes. That's also sci-fi. Okay. The blood's sci-fi a di- horror. If the blood's a different color, it's sci-fi. It is. Sci-fi. <laughs> the blood is Boom. a different color, isn't it? Like green Mike or just, like it's blue. Like their heads explode. Oh, and they're blue. Truth bomb. Yeah. I watched that. I, bomb. <laughs> I watched like the first half hour of that after I watched Hot Fuzz. After I watched this. Wow. And I I can't <laughs> get through it. All right. So we're wrapping it up. We all done? Yep. Tell that, us. Does tell that us. do it for episode 84? Yeah. Tell us where we can find yes. things. Well, I will. In a minute. Tell us. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Mike and Will, for joining us. Yes, this I suppose. a lot of fun. Thanks. No problem. Well, what do you mean you suppose? I suppose. I didn't say I suppose. He's quoting me. You said that. She said that. She said that. I'm a lady. <laughs> well, well, well. No, I enjoyed having you lady. on. Okay. Fun. I'll I consider suppose. coming back. I, I guess. hope so. I suppose. I'll like to see you guys on. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, yeah, like I said, thanks for listening. You can find us on the internet at uh, After Sacred Cinema. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us for Sacred Cinema Podcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website for sacredcinema.com and message us there and look for merch and all that good stuff. Uh, and we are available on all podcast platforms. Uh, and please, wherever you're listening, Rate, review, subscribe, share, follow, uh, all that stuff. Yes. On all that jizz. All that jizz. <laughs> what was the beginning of bling, bling, bling? We had to bring that back. We missed it last episode. Um, yeah, that's it. We will right. talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 See ya.